This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. It is 5.47 and on Trending Today, where is the line between spreading awareness of something and benefiting from a tragedy? So this comes as the Duck Group, which is, of course, a fashion and lifestyle brand, has relaunched their Palestine Duck Collection. Um, And according to their publicity materials, all the proceeds from this will go to the Viva Palestina Malaysia um, organization. And the collection includes things like headscarves, mugs, tote bags that are decorated in the colors and motifs of the Palestinian flag. Now, While people are lauding the collection and the fundraising efforts, it's also received a lot of criticism. Most of them branding it sort of an effort to cash in, right? Um, Why why launch something that uh, is uh, essentially a product or, or consumerism in relation to raising funds? Now, to be fair, Duck founder Vivi Yusuf has responded. And in her statement, she said that they brought the collection back after receiving requests from customers to do so. She said that 100% of the proceeds was going towards Viva Palestina and that they're not even getting a tax refund from this and that you can verify all this with the NGO. So um, very, very much front and centre here is Duck and Vivi Yusuf, I think, because I'm not sure that another company doing a similar initiative would be getting the same amount of attention. Um, if you've missed why this is, I, I think the the list of uh, internet, co- well, real controversies and internet controversies is long um, and it's something you can look up. But the the notion of cashing in on something is one that's been levied, I think, against them in the past. And if we look at the people who are not for this, um, we have Luminous who says, the spreading awareness rhetoric falls short because of the fact that Duck's target audience are Malaysians and Southeast Asians, mainly Singaporeans and Indonesians, all countries who are very much aware of what's happening in Palestine. Meanwhile, Snug Deal says, actually, you can donate directly to all these organisations without being the victim of capitalism, right? Making a fashion statement out of suffering I don't know, it seems tone deaf. Um, If people can afford to buy an item that costs, let's say, 300 plus, they can afford to just donate the exact amount. What's so hard? Uh, Kelly, meanwhile, says somehow it doesn't feel right. It's like you're making fashion out of someone's suffering. Although they did mention 100% of the profits will go to Palestine, people can just opt for direct donation, right? And Tahla, is this normal for a capitalist company? But there are others who are supporting it, right? So Fadzrol, for instance, says, uh, Viva Palestina, with this effort, has raised 2.3 million ringgit. How much have you raised? Mm -hmm. And Elrina, meanwhile, says, this is basically like a donation that you channel through Duck according to their own budget. We think it's expensive because this is targeting at the T10 and the T20. We think it's expensive because we are not the target audience. Uh, This is a statement, um, but they're not riding on anything because they are saying that 100% of the profit goes to Palestine. Palestine. So uh, the reason why I I kind of centred Duck in the conversation earlier is because I really do think that that's a huge part of it. Um, on the surface, yeah, of course, people can donate directly um, and, and that's always an option. But I think if you look at it from another perspective, you could argue that, well, now they're still donating in essence, directly and they're getting something for it. So the company in, in some ways is doing double here, right? I mean, they could also match the the donations. That's something a lot of companies do. But if you look at it from the perspective of, well, they raised money, 
it is true that there's nothing bad to be said in that area. I think really it comes down to how people might um, personally feel already about duck to begin with. I agree because certainly they are not the first company, right, to come up with um, memorabilia or products to raise funds for a particular cause. And, and the thinking behind it is, sure, people can channel that money directly, but maybe they might not, or maybe they might not channel that amount. But by putting it towards an item that they can keep, that money then gets channeled appropriately. I'm not sure whether in theory on paper, that is an issue. I really do think this is tied up with, as you said, the kind of internet fame and internet infamy that Duck sometimes has managed to court. Well, uh, Lukai says 100% proceeds and 100% profit is different. We don't know what's included in the cost. Duck said 100% profit. This is interesting because I, I just looked it up and I think the initial posts said profit and subsequent reports have said proceeds. So um, this is a good point. I'm not actually sure which it is. Me neither, actually. Um, and I've seen a number of people bringing up that same point, Lukai, um, that Indeed, then actually the cost of the marketing, the cost of the product being put out, all of that could just be donated instead. So it, it's a tricky balance. And I do think that actually um, it's not easy for any company to know how to strike that balance. So tell us, um, we're talking about kind of that balance exactly, spreading awareness of a, of a tragedy or benefiting from it um, in some way, whether it's just through marketing or whatever that might be. Uh, and we're discussing this because the Duck Group has relaunched their Palestine Duck Collection amidst the Al-Aqsa flood operation as saying that all of the proceeds or profits will go to Viva Palestina Malaysia. Thus far, it's raised millions, um, but it's not exactly been without backlash. So let us know. What's your take on it? You can call 7733-2900, send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899 and tweet us at BFM Radio. Beyond Frivolous Matters, BFM 89.9, The Business Station. It is 5.54 and you're listening to the Evening Edition with Lynn and Sharmila on... Trending today, uh, we were talking about essentially the Duck Group having relaunched a Palestine collection. Um, and this was to collect money in order to send it through an NGO, Viva Palestina Malaysia. But it's not been without criticism because it's a collection of uh, scarves, mugs, tote bags. And people are saying, well, you could have just donated the money. Um, everybody buying these things could have just donated the money. Um, and others, meanwhile, say, uh, are arguing that, well, if it raises funds, if it gets awareness, what is the problem here? So we're asking you, what's your take? Uh, you can call 7733-2900, send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899 and tweet us at BFM Radio. We have some messages. So an anonymous listener says, donation methods... Different strokes for different folks, just to ensure transparency. And I'm inclined to agree, I think. I think different people think of donating very differently. Um, and it's okay to have... I mean, I actually have more questions or conversations around the notion of fashion inspired by the Palestinian crisis rather than um, 
whether the profits, but I do think transparency is important. So even that question about when you say proceeds versus profits, what do you actually mean? I think those things are important. Yeah, and uh, the the ensuring transparency, I think there has been an attempt of sorts to do that. Um, but maybe it's maybe because it's coming after the backlash, it's a little bit more difficult to to manage. We've also got a voice note that came in from Azmin. It comes down to the concept of ikhlas when you donate, you know, are you really donating? Um, but at the same time, you know, there are just people out there who won't donate if unless they get something in return. So, you know, we don't know that it's ikhlas that's between them and God. But if, you know, for Doug to provide a means to donate, then and they get, they get more recognition, a bit more power to them, um, you know, other companies could follow suit as well. Asmin, thank you for that. Um, So I think that was what I was trying to get at earlier with the notion of it's not the... It's not the worst thing in the world for people to want to donate and also, by the by, get something out of it. I don't think so. Um, I also do think, though, that it should be... Okay, so I agree with you, Asmin, except that I will say Duck isn't providing a means to donate. Duck is selling stuff and then channeling the profits from that to the organization. And I think that's where for some people the difference might lie. It really depends on whether it's profit or proceeds. So, so this is the thing, because mm. if it's proceeds, if it's everything, then it is a means to donate. And then the use of the, the that phrase is accurate. If not, though, then uh, then I think it's, it's slightly different. I think we've got time to circle very quickly back to our first story, which was all all about the question of um, live streaming in Parliament. That's been the topic of the day. And we've got more messages on this. So um, Ahmad Zakwan says, good to have MPs who do live streaming so we can know who ponting and who don't. <laughs> well, I don't know. Do they start with a pan of the room? Do they start with like little bobbleheads and like ticks next to who attended? Because I'd love to see that. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? Because uh, that's actually the... The point that others are making, uh, for example, Daniel says, when an MP live streams, does he show the whole of parliament or just show his own face asking daring questions? Does the live stream clearly show other MPs voicing their views? How does this promote fair awareness of parliament? Focus on yourself and do your job as MP first. We taxpayers are not paying you to be an influencer. Thank you. (laughs) Uh, So actually, this is what I meant when I said actually, what's the purpose, right? If you're giving me some sort of ad value that I'm not getting from the live stream, more than just your POV, um, I think that's cool. And I think it's helpful. I'm not not sure, though, that that's what's happening. So, Okay, I don't really want to be the defender of this because on a on a very basic level, I actually don't think that they should be live streaming. Um, but I I come back to the generational thing. If you grow if you grew up um, watching live streams of people's faces and you're still getting a sense of the argument, but you're also watching someone like raise their eyebrows theatrically or you know kind of react to things, um, it doesn't mean that you're not engaged in parliament, right? It doesn't mean that. I mean, for the audience. I I get it. No, I completely think that for the audience, actually, you wouldn't watch if you weren't interested. I'm actually more concerned about whether the MPs are fully able to focus. Yes, which uh, is why I still think that they shouldn't be live streaming. (laughs) Um, Just that the arguments for it are, there's something there. Okay, you can call 7733-2900, send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899 and tweet us at BFM Radio. 
You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.